The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to Fantasy Sports today here on SportsGrid. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock with you here on the show. We're a few days away from the AFC and NFC Championship Games. We'll talk a little bit about that on today's show. Naturally, fantasy football season, folks, coming to an end. Just a few games left to play in Daily Fantasy. And then, of course, Super Bowl. We'll have that covered for you in full right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Of course, coming up in a couple of weeks. But, you know, Davis' attention starts to pivot in the fantasy sports world to other things, to baseball, to golf. Of course, we've been discussing the NBA as well. And so it's like, uh, you know, kind of the fun part of the season in the NFL because we're getting the championship games, but it's also sort of the sad part of the season. I, I know football season never ends for you in, in, in uh, you know, with draft season and everything else. But for most other people, <laughs> it sort of does come to the end very soon. And so looking forward to talking about some other things with you here on the show. Yeah, I mean, look, I certainly do not mind taking a break from thinking about, uh, you know, ADPs and, and all, like, you know, it's like taking a break from thinking about football every waking moment. Do not, do not hate it. Always enjoy, uh, you know, speculating, gambling, playing fantasy on these other sports. So no, no qualms from me. And uh, I mean, you know, these games this weekend, I think they're going to be great, but we are about to have a long two weeks between we are. the Super Bowl. And then, and then after that, I mean, look, we honestly, after the Super Bowl, I mean, like we get some great stuff. We got, we got spring training. We have the majors and golf starting, Like, there's yeah. a lot going on. So we're going to have plenty to do here on the program. Yeah. And look, there's still a great community in fantasy baseball. Obviously uh, to this point, we've stuck with football, but we are going to start diving in almost every day and getting you ready for your upcoming fantasy baseball drafts rosters, more or less set. There's still a handful of free agents that will have an impact out there. But from our perspective, with pitchers and catchers and just three weeks away, yeah, I mean, it's time for us to start diving in to take a look what some of the experts feel about the upcoming draft, and especially some of the drafters do in the NFBC as well. All right, so let's start off with our headlines here on the show. The Angels are no longer for sale. How about this one? The Marino family post yesterday, Davis, obviously they did not get the billions that they thought they were going to get for this team, and they have, uh, you know, pulled any sale offer, at least at this point. I don't know. Seems to me this still could happen, but at least for the time being, uh, Angels not for sale. Washington Nationals, by the way, still for sale. The Lakers trade for Rui Hachimura yesterday, so we'll dive into what that does for L.A. How about Kansas? They've lost three straight games in college hoops. Baylor ends up winning that game yesterday, and Joe Shane says... Uh, yes, uh, Daniel Jones will be back, as he should. Daniel Jones had a really good regular season. Not great, of course, in that game in the divisional round, no doubt. All right, so first let's touch Davis on this trade for the Lakers, and then we'll get into some other stuff here on the show. And by the way, we're going to talk some golf coming up. Davis is going to give you a full preview as to who you should be playing. That's not named John Rahm this weekend in Daily Fantasy, which is almost impossible to do. Uh, Rui Hachimura, does he move the needle at all for the Lakers? 
You know, I, I think it's sort of interesting because it allows Anthony Davis to, you know, continue playing center in their best lineups, although uh, Anthony Davis, not playing right now, has not returned. And weirdly enough, I mean, Rui Hachimura and Thomas Bryant were the starting front court for the Washington Wizards not that long ago. These two guys were teammates. Uh, those were not good teams, the, the Washington Wizards, with those two guys starting. Um, but I mean, like right now, the Lakers at this point, they just kind of need to be taking flyers on younger guys. Rui Hachimura is, I believe, 24 years old. So I, it, it sort of it sort of makes sense for them. If I was in charge of their front office, I would not be spending any assets on someone who can't be a 38% three-point shooter because that's really the big issue the Lakers have. They don't have anyone really who can shoot. Rui Hachimura, not a shooter. But he's a good, like, well, I, I hesitate to say, like, good uh, effective at winning player in the NBA, but he's at least intriguing. Like this is better than, you know, I don't know, trying to add like a PJ Tucker style equivalent or whatever, like an old guy who's going to be useless after the season. So don't, don't hate it. Don't expect it to move the needle largely either way. All right. The, uh, the one football note that we can talk about here, but you know, besides the Daniel Jones thing, I mean, I don't think this comes as a surprise to anybody. The giants have to run it back. I mean, he did, regardless of what you want to say of how inept they were, in the divisional round, uh, you know, the Giants are going to probably be right back in the same position that they were last year. They're a pretty good, but not great team. I guess the surprise from when we left yesterday, and this is more of maybe a, a sports betting story than a fantasy story, Davis, but naturally, you know, those, those, you know, stories intersect is that when we opened our show yesterday, the Chiefs were a one and a half point favorite on FanDuel. Uh, by two o'clock Eastern, when I was on the air, it was down to Casey like a pick'em, or maybe even some minus one. And then overnight, the line has changed. And, and and Davis, the Bengals are favored in this game in Kansas City this week. So naturally, we'll get our first practice report tomorrow. But I, I mean, regardless, I just didn't expect any team to be favored in Kansas City. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes has only ever been an underdog once in Kansas City. He won that game, just uh, for the record. But if, if Mahomes is going to be playing on one leg or one and a half legs, you, you cannot make an argument that the Bengals should not be favored because the Chiefs, Craig, are not very good. They don't have a very good defense. They don't really have great pass catchers outside the draft. In fact, this is like the worst group of pass catchers that Mahomes has ever played with. So if Mahomes is going to be 75% of who he needs to be, now that's not to say the Chiefs can't win, right? I mean, obviously, like anything can happen, but if he is if he really is having a tough time out there, the Bengals do deserve to be favored on the road in Arrowhead, I think. Yeah, it should be interesting to see what the line looks like uh, come Sunday for the AFC Championship. Of course, NFC Championship, the lines remain the same. All right, coming up next, the Farmers Insurance Open is coming up this weekend on the PGA Tour. Every week, Davis and I now are going to start covering the daily fantasy aspect of this. We did this last year as well, folks, in the spring and took you right through the summer as far as all of the golf tournaments are concerned. Can anybody touch John Rahm this weekend? We'll find out next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Coming up this weekend, it is the Farmers Insurance Open, and we're bringing in Dubs Anderson to break it all down for you, along with Davis Maddock and myself. Uh, Dubs, great to have you back here on the show. Congratulations on all your success and your new gigs and your past gigs and your future gigs. I can't keep up with you. You're all over Sports Grid and everywhere else. Thanks for making 10 minutes out of your day for our show. Appreciate it. You boys are far too gone. You know Dubsy's uh, the complete degenerate over here, Craig. I wish I had more winning tickets to celebrate, but look, we're going to try our luck this week. The Farmers Insurance Open for the PGA Tour. We're starting a day early. Yes, we start on Wednesday, finish on Saturday. Another two golf courses in rotation, the North and South course down there at Torrey Pines, where we had the US Open a couple of years back. If you take a look at the two tracks, it's one thing to clue on to uh, with the live betting. The North course, a little easier. The South course, where they'll play the final two rounds, is an absolute monster. Over 7,700 yards. I was down there last year. They'll grow out that thick Kakuya rough, and it's really sticky. So what do we need from our golfers this week? You need that distance off the tee. You need mm. that strength coming out of the rough. And one thing we've seen from past winners here, when we talk about horses for courses, whether it's John Rahm, Tiger Woods, Jason Day, Mark Leishman, they do a bit of everything. They've got the short game, the scrambling, but they've also got that distance off the tee. So I do expect the big names to come to the top of the leaderboard this weekend. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that I think that's the biggest takeaway is if you look at the winners of this golf course, if you take Scott Stallings out in 2014, it's all dudes who were like 40 to one or better. I mean, pretty much the best players on the tour are going to win here because it is, as Dubs mentioned, 7,700 yards, but also really challenging, like not a 7,700-yard hit-and-giggle resort course, like just really tough golf all weekend long. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be fun. Listen, there, there's a very big question I have to ask. Davis and I have talked about it. Dubsy, I want to ask you. But first, we only have 10 minutes. Let's look at the pricing here for the Farmers Insurance Open on FanDuel. We have John Rahm, who I do want to talk about. He's 12400 on FanDuel this week, followed by Xander at 11.8, Colin Morikawa at 11.8, Tony Finau 11.4, Justin Thomas 11.2, Will Zalatoris 11.1. So naturally, I want to break all this down. But Dubs, I need the comp to where Rom is in terms of, let's say, the last 10, 20 years in terms of success right now on the PGA Tour. Uh, almost unbettable, which is so rare on, on all of the sites because he's just such a huge favorite. Playing as well as we've seen anyone play, I believe, for a long period of time. I just don't know where to make the comparison to, and I'm sure Dubs, you covering this as long as you have, you can make one for me because I just don't know. 
Well, I, I think we turn it back to last year. Scotty Scheffler, what a run he had. What, four wins uh, for the season there on the PGA Tour. So I'm going to temper, you know, uh, expectations for John Rahman, the season that he could be in line to have. He has had two wins uh, the last two starts to start 2023. But one was the Century Tournament of Champions, which is a smaller, limited field. And then we saw last weekend at the Amex, it was a pro-am, a bit of a wacky event, but it was a birdie shootout, which usually doesn't favor the big names. But John Rahm, I mean, not only is he playing some really good golf, we know he's motivated to show everyone in the world that he is still one of the best players and he still can't get back to world number one, which blows my mind with some of the ranking points and whatever's going on there. But John Rahm, if he's not back in Spain, where does he love playing? It's here in California. It's up there in wine country. It's down here in San Diego. So, look, let, let's see if he can uh, chirp off another one. If he wins this weekend, Craig, watch out. John Rahm, it could be another blockbuster season. I would say, Craig, the comp for this is going to be like when DJ was at his absolute peak. Like, obviously, this isn't like Tiger Woods going off as even money at the majors. But there was kind of like, what, Dubs, like an 18th-month stretch where no one could really touch DJ, it's like he was number one in ball striking, number one in putting, number one around the green, and he would be like five to one, six to one, seven to one to win a lot of these events. Now, all that being said, no chance am I biting off John Rahm at plus 450 to win these events. Um, I, I do think he's like an outstanding DraftKings play because his salary is not scaled enough relative to what his odds are. You know, he's only $1,100 more expensive than the second most golfer. But if you look at those odds, I mean, he should be like 12500 So we'll, we'll get my ROM exposure probably in head-to-heads and on DraftKings. Yeah, right, I'd rather now. be wrong this week, Craig. I, I, I can't touch that number. Far too short for my liking. And there's so many young guys coming up to the tour this season who can mix it, as we saw last Sunday as well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. And, and obviously, we got to look at some deeper options here. Uh, so, Dubs, let's talk about a couple of players I'm all, um, not all that familiar with. Let's talk about uh, Jonathan Vargas, who right now is playing very well, has some previous wins. What do you make of his performance? Are we talking the big Venezuelan sensation? My guy, Johnny Vegas. Look, what does he do well? He hits it an absolute mile. The closer he gets to the green, well, he gets the wobbles. But this is a week where a guy like Johnny Vegas doesn't have to lean on that short game, he's got the power coming out of the rough. One of the real good guys out there on the PGA Tour. And super streaky, Craig, which is what we like with the DFS. This is a guy who can make seven or eight birdies on a very tough Torrey Pines. So I think that's a great play to throw on the card this week. A lot of upside. Yeah, I knew I knew Dubs would be with me on this one. Uh, really good price on DraftKings. And I believe he's right around 200 to 1 to win on most books. Uh, now... Am I expecting Johnny Vegas to go, you know, 19 under par at, at Torrey Pines? Probably not. But, you know, if we get into some elements, if it's a little bit windy, a little bit rainy, it's supposed to be windy on Friday, which is the cut day, by the way. Uh, it's pretty pretty important to note that stuff. Uh, I mean, I think I think Dubs is exactly right. He's got the game to just kind of play the low stingers, get through there. He's, uh, you know, generally speaking, going to be like top 20, top 25 on tour in driving distance and I his game is in like decent form right now you know you're not picking a guy off like nine straight missed cuts so I just think I just think his DFS price is a little bit too low and I think his outright number is just bad I I so I'm on him pretty heavy all right so there you go a pick from Davis for this weekend uh, Johnny Vegas never uh, really knew that that was his name all right so uh let's take a look at Wyndham Clark next name to discuss dubs fourth on the tour and you mentioned driving distance so maybe he plays a big factor in this tournament coming up this week 
Yeah, Wyndham Clark, bit of a journeyman. I don't know if he's got that upside to sort of contend in a week like this, but given his skill set, I can see him making it through to the weekend. And look, some of the guys who don't have the best short game, I know I mentioned scrambling's a big asset to have at Torrey Pines, but the way the rough is here, it's really deep, it's thick. So the guys who don't have confidence in you know, some of their wedge play, it's like a bunker shot. So they just hack out on it. So it gives them a little bit more confidence. So Wyndham Clark, certainly a live play for this one. Yeah, so Wyndham Clark is just pretty much my exact category of guy, which is going to be a guy who every single week is gaining strokes off the tee. Uh, you know, last year he was fourth on tour in driving distance. Now, always kind of interesting when these guys are top 10 on tour in driving distance, but not top 10 in strokes gained off the tee. It means there's a little bit of spray and pray. And guys, and Clark actually, funnily enough, he actually gains strokes putting, which is sort of odd for a lot of these guys. You know, kind of your your Luke list, they gain all their strokes tee to green and don't gain any strokes putting. Wyndham Clark uh, with, with a wedge in his hands. It's not really a sight that you want to see. But again, so much of this golf course is going to come down to hitting good drives. And I mean, every golf course also comes down to making putts. Like you cannot win a golf tournament. I mean, I guess theoretically you could win without gaining strokes putting, but you'd have to be like Tiger Woods from from T to green. So Clark does have those two skill sets. And I, I put him basically in the same bucket as Luke List, who won this event last year at 250 to one. I mean, just an all time uh, generational. We, we gave that out on the show last year, Luke List winning this event at 250 to one. So I feel I feel pretty good about those two guys as stabs deeper down the board. All right, Davis, one or, uh, you know, dubs one minute to go. Throw a name out there for us this weekend. Look, I think the big names are going to be contended. A couple of young guys that you want to maybe uh, watch or throw on the card right around the 7K mark. Robbie Shelton, 7,200. Taylor Montgomery has gone up in value now in the 9K mark, but a young guy you've definitely got to watch. And one that I've been throwing out for 12 months now. He's a California local. He played well down there at Torrey Pines last year. Sahith Thigala. A little expensive and getting a little too popular, but I know that breakthrough's coming. And let's hope uh, that the general betters aren't big on Sahith Thigala. But throw him on the card there. Fantastic tournament coming up, boys, on a very tough golf course. The cream should rise to the top. All right. We will take a quick time out here on the show. Thanks again to Dubs for coming on Fantasy Sports today. Craig and Davis back after this with some fantasy baseball talk on the way. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. My gosh, being fantasy baseball in the timeline of our show, Davis, warms my heart a little bit. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Uh, I've actually just confirmed that I'm going to rejoin uh, one of the expert fantasy leagues this year, the League of Alternative Baseball Reality. They're actually, I didn't even know this, Davis, they're going to be uh, you know, doing their draft, their auction draft this year. I don't know if they're still allowed to call it auction, but whatever. In, uh, in Palm Beach, which is like an hour from me. And they're like, hey, like, you want to jump back in? You know, and I thought about it, Davis. I was like, yeah, I mean, how do I say no to that? I mean, I drive an hour, do an auction, hang out with everybody in the industry. So I will jump back into the Experts Leagues this year. Last year, I took the year off, just felt like the right thing to do. And I feel like the right thing to do right now, Davis, is at least take a preliminary look at some of the players potentially that have changed locations in terms of fantasy baseball. Let's see what the NFBC has in terms of their average draft position. And then you can provide the astute analysis from all the advanced metrics and data and tell us whether or not these are players you'll be taking this year. Fair enough? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, last year, remember, Craig, we were like, is there even going to be a season? Like, is it going to be a short? Like, True. it was so it was so right. obnoxious. So this year, uh, feeling feeling much more lighthearted. I mean, the Royals are going to be terrible again. So I, I guess I don't I guess I don't really have to sweat that. So that'll be the same as it always is. But um, yeah, at least at least we don't have to be constantly litigating owners versus the players or whatever. Like we we got that going for us. You know, it's interesting that I was trying to think, why didn't I do any of these leaks last year? I was like, why didn't I do this? It why was it was because you, of that. That was I remember us sitting here trying to figure out if we were even gonna do fantasy baseball on our show last year. You're right. That's exactly what was going on. I completely forgot. Well we don't have that issue this year. And obviously, folks, we're still going to cover all the NFL stuff, the AFC, NFC Championship, all the that week of the Super Bowl, all the props and everything else. But a, lo a lot of names changed places this offseason. So let's dive into a few. We'll start off with a new closer in Boston, who is Kenley Jansen Davis, who I think probably has an outside chance, speaking of which, the Hall of Fame ceremony is coming up in about six hours from now. I think Kenley Jansen Davis may be, if Billy Wagner doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, I think Jansen may end up being the next closer in the hall of fame. I think he has a really good shot, a very high level for L uh, LA all those years. And now he's the closer for the Boston Red Sox. He left the situation in Atlanta and Davis honestly fell a little flat toward the end of last year. His ADP is 79. He's gone as high as three 31. He's also gone in the 10th or 11th round in some drafts. And just generally speaking, you and I share the same opinion on saves and closers in fantasy we just don't take them we think they're too volatile but how about at his current adp of 79 i suppose that would probably make him a top 10 closer in fantasy baseball this year not a bad or, or somewhere in the middle i think is probably fair so i mean we got a couple issues with kenley jansen um the first being his team is not as good as it's been in the years past, right? Big difference between closing for the Los Angeles Dodgers and closing for the Boston Red Sox. I mean, the market is kind of down on the Red Sox. And then you and I, actually, ever since we've been doing the show, we've also just kind of been lower on the Red Sox than, than the market has been. Uh, I mean, obviously, switching from the NL from the NL to the AL is not as big of a difference as it used to be because of the pitcher stuff. But the AL East is the worst division to pitch in, right? All those ballparks. So hard to pitch in. 
all those great offenses. I mean, even the Orioles can hit now. It's like it's like kind of kind of crazy. And I mean, you just have skill erosion, right? I mean, Kenley Jansen skill like strikeouts, walks, all that stuff. It's gotten worse year over year for the last three years. And I mean, this is this is seeming pretty rich to me. I mean, this is like a range I like to take closers. Like I, I definitely am not taking a closer in the first four rounds or whatever. I kind of like these questionable skills, but definitely it's their job type guys. And I mean, we'll have to dig further deep deeper into this stuff. But I can't imagine Kenley Jansen is going to be a guy that I really want to take at at this rate because the the skill. It's like, what is he even going to get? a strikeout per inning like at this point i don't no. even know yeah I, I i think that look we we both are not bullish on boston i i agree um but but the thing with jansen he does have a multi-year deal his role is relatively safe but i don't know if i'm going skill set with a guy like this i'm probably waiting davis four or five more rounds just taking a flyer on, on someone else but I, I think the one thing that you could say is that he's the guy that opens up the season as the closer He's the guy that it's going to require Boston to watch him blow five, six saves to be removed as the closer. Like he's got that leash. And, and I don't think you could say that about 15 guys in baseball. So that, that would be the positive for Jansen going into the season. All right. Wilson Contreras, after several years in Chicago, including winning a world series, he goes to their rival and goes to the St. Louis Cardinals and joins that lineup with Arenado and Goldschmidt. And his ADP right now in the NFBC is in the top 100, just uh, ahead of Jansen and uh, 95 is the ADP there. And certainly the maximum pick is 131. Catchers are a real tough dynamic, Davis, in fantasy. I mean, this is this is the breed of, I, I guess, maybe tight end, maybe be a good comparison in, in the. In well, imagine imagine if you had to start two tight ends. Imagine if you had to start two. I and mean, you it do would have be a to nightmare. start two catchers in this crap, right? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So I, I, I don't understand that. that. That should be done away with, by the way. I got to talk to these guys before I do this draft. Um, story for another day. So Wilson Contreras, I mean, his numbers, Davis, have to be uh, as good or better, I think, in St. Louis. I think they have to be. He plays in that good division. He's got some – he faces the Brewers a lot and the Pirates a lot. He faces the Cubs a lot now. And and I would have to guess that, that, that the ADP seems fair to me, and he's probably a top-five catcher in fantasy baseball this year. I mean, it does. It does seem pretty fair. Like, I guess you're getting close. Um, so in leagues where, like, is Dalton Varsho still going to have catcher eligibility? Like, I think in some leagues he will, some leagues he won't. Obviously, I would rather take him. I mean, he's going to be, he like, Dalton Varsho probably is going to end up being the number one catcher, I would imagine. Just be, well, I, your buddy JT Ramuto actually, is probably going to give him a run for his money because Ramuto adds the stolen bases um oh, wow. alejandro kirk is is probably going to be a guy i really like but honestly i'm i'm sitting here looking and i'm like i think i would rather have wilson Contreras's brother than him because looking at it, he gets to play in miller park which is way more hitter friendly i mean uh say the, the st louis ballpark uh it is it is not hitter friendly uh it, it really is not uh so it's outdoors it's windy the fences are way far back it's like a super pitcher friendly ballpark um but you're i mean the biggest thing is there's no one taking plate appearances away from him like if this dude stays healthy for the whole year andrew kniser is not coming in and stealing plate right. appearances away from him like he 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 could actually i i think he could lead all catchers in plate appearances if if he like well it's also one of those things where like you have to want to do that right like some catchers like to take days off for their knees or whatever but like if he wants to play every day which I mean, we got to get into our research and figure this stuff out. I don't. He, I mean, he could have 550 plate appearances, which for a catcher is like 
no one gets that because catchers take the most days off. And and I think he might DH some too because Aaron Otto and Goldschmidt like to play the field every day. So there's no reason he can't DH. Yeah, and, you know, the only thing that you would hear the 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 thing of, you know, shadow of Yadier Molina and who were, you know, future Hall of Famer who really know. I mean, I don't buy all that stuff. I think Contreras really good player. Um, you know, I think the ADP is fair. My draft strategy in this stuff is is I don't need to have the best catcher in fantasy Davis, but I don't want to be on the very back end either. Um, so I, you know, I got to make sure I get somebody at least mediocre and and I think Contreras falls into the upper echelon of that. Now, this is a fascinating one here Davis because Josh Bell uh, was on his way last year to hitting like 50 home runs with the Washington Nationals. He looked fantastic. Uh, You know, they were talking about a payday with this guy getting 50, 60 million dollars. He gets traded to the Padres at the end of the season, Davis, and just stopped hitting completely. Just really bizarre performance in San Diego. Cleveland is buying in on that first half. And by the way, all his other years with Washington, which were pretty good. And even Pittsburgh, his ADP is inside the top 200, but essentially there's not a lot of push on bell sort of regaining that form that he did in the first half, maybe a combination of the two of what we saw. He goes to a place in Cleveland, not competing for any at bats, no issues whatsoever. Switch hitter Davis, but the shocking part definitely was August and September because when San Diego obviously acquired him, they were thinking this is the guy that's going to push us over the top along with Juan Soto in that trade to win the World Series. Okay. I mean, I got to say, not not, not going to be for me. Now, I do love switch hitters. I, I, I just have always had uh, a predisposition to switch hitters. But I'm sitting here looking at ADPs and looking at projections. And I do think w- one thing you could say if you want to take him in the NFBC is he, he, you're going to get a bunch of plate appearances from this guy right. because – there is no reason for this guy, to, very similar to what we were just talking about with Contreras, because he can play left field, he can play first base, and he can DH for them. And I guarantee there is no one on the Guardians roster when we get to opening day who is going to project to be better than him, honestly, at any of those positions, but particularly first base. So again, you start this guy in a given week in your NFBC league, and you might get all seven days worth of plate appearances from him. Like he that So that in and of itself is pretty valuable but i'm looking at projections and i'm looking at adp and i and these are a couple guys i think i would rather have than him uh rowdy rowdy Tellez for milwaukee you know he's not going to get mm-hmm. as many plate appearances but he's way better sure. per plate appearance right and then also i i really like jose miranda for the twins he's for he's corner eligible he's first and third i think because he's really young and he flashed the power last year mm-hmm. he but bell seems fine bell seems like if you know you're gonna need the plate appearances at first base, like he, I, he probably will be end up being a value, but not a guy you're like dying to get in any draft. Yeah, I, I don't think the Twins are done adding, so that would be my concern with Miranda. Maybe losing time, uh, you know, with somebody else being brought in. At least that's sort of the rumor going around. So we will see. Uh, Josh Bell steady, but not fantastic. I think that's a good, and that's what how he was paid. Davis was steady, but not fantastic. All right, we got to take a quick time out here on the show. We'll talk fantasy baseball now, all the way up through. The fantasy baseball season in April and spring training is around the corner. We will be right back here with more fantasy sports today. We've got fantasy or reality. Sports Grid SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. We've got some fantasy or reality coming up. But, Davis, we mentioned the uh, shifting in real quick in the uh, AFC Championship where Cincinnati, by the way, has moved up to two-and-a-half-point favorites in Kansas City uh, on a lot of the betting sites. Davis, what is going on? Is, is Mahomes not playing in this game at all? Minus two-and-a-half? No, he's, he's going to play. I mean, I, I mean, he might not be effective. I don't know. Maybe the dude will be out there walking around like he literally has one leg or, or whatever. I mean, you know, Mahomes has uh, Mahomes has played with a high ankle sprain before. He, he had a high ankle sprain against the Oakland Raiders back in 2019. Uh, he had four touchdowns and 313 yards in the first half of that game. So, um, I mean, in general, I would just say this. Mahomes, after that ankle injury, averaged .28. EPA per play. No, I mean, EPA, like some people, nerd stuff, whatever. 0.28 EPA per play would have been best in the NFL over the course of the whole season. So, I I mean, should the Chiefs really be home underdogs? I don't know. The other thing is, Craig, and you know this, is everyone's loving this narrative that the Chiefs can't beat the Bengals. Burrow owns Mahomes. The Bengals defensive coordinator, Lua Murano, is like the greatest defensive coordinator of all time. He, he makes these guys work so hard. And I don't know. I mean, maybe the Bengals are better. Than the Chiefs, I certainly, as someone who wants the Chiefs to win, am uh, guarding myself for the worst here. I, I had zero concerns of them losing to the Jaguars, right, or, or anything like that. But they could totally lose this game, and I really hope they don't. But uh, I, I, I don't know if you've found this. Find it impossible to dislike Joe Burrow. Uh, just re- he just seems very likable, very affable. Um, like, 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 I hate Tom Brady, right? Anytime the Chiefs would play the Patriots, like. Do not want to lose to that guy. But if you're going to lose to someone, like at least make it Joe Burrow, I guess. Yep, definitely so. Time for some fantasy or reality. All right, Davis, let's dive into it here, and let's start off with the Los Angeles Angels. No longer for sale, by the way, according to the Moreno family. Could be some posturing. Who knows? Billions of dollars, Davis. We've got to be honest. Uh, Interesting note that the fans in Los Angeles have already peaked at the promotional schedule for the Los Angeles Angels and have found 
that they're giving away a ton of stuff about Shohei Otani, bobblehead, shirt, hat, the whole thing. Nothing after July. Hmm, interesting stuff. First half of the season only. Why? Free agent at the end of the season. Fantasy reality, Davis. Shohei Otani will pay the majority of his career with the Angels. No, no. And and honestly, this is more me coping than anything because I can't live in a world where Mike Trout and Shohei Otani spend their entire career just completely toiling away in mediocrity. Like, Craig, if someone was as good as Shohei Otani is in baseball, at football, or basketball, this dude would not be able to leave the house. He would be in movies. He would be in every commercial. This would be like... Shohei Otani is better at baseball than Patrick Mahomes is at football or Giannis is at basketball, I think. I, I really I like I very much believe that. He he should be the biggest star in sports. And he's not because of who he plays for and and because of how bad they are. And and like and baseball kind of has a marketing problem in general. So I need Shohei Otani to be a Met. I need him to mm. be a Yankee. Uh, I mean, a Texas Ranger, a Boston Red Sox, I don't care. Just like a big historical baseball franchise that is going to have him on Sunday Night Baseball once a month. Like, I just, come on, enough of this already. Like, I got to say, I got to say fantasy. All right, so so let, let's take a look at it. Pull up his uh, stats, if you could, while I'm talking here so I, I you know, we get this. So uh, how many years has he played with the Los Angeles Angels? If I'm not mistaken, is this 17 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. That's six years, he's, correct? He's, he's, he's entering into his sixth year. His first season was 2018. Okay, so five Okay, so five years he's played in Major League Baseball, and he's going to play a sixth this year with the Angels, correct? Yes, he has won MVP, Rookie of the Year, All-Star twice, and finished second right. in MVP voting okay. last year. But, but I guess here is my question. Do you think he plays six more years in Major League Baseball? Is that a slam dunk yes? I mean, he's 27, so yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, well, I guess it comes down to personal preference, right? Because he could be like, I've made a bunch of money. I've broken every record I want to break. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm 33. I'm going to go back to Japan and, and live and live my life. Um, yeah. But you, you got, yeah. I'm just trying to answer the, the answer, uh, you know, question uh, clerically here to see. So right. my guess is, Davis, in the off season. He's going to get a contract of close to $500 million. And that is going to have to be at least eight or nine years, right? Like, that's probably fair, I would say. Like, I don't, I don't mean, would, is he going to get a 10 year deal? Maybe so, right? Yeah, anything's possible. Um, I'm going to say fantasy along with you. I'm going to say fantasy. Yeah, I think he's going to get a mega deal after the year is over. Uh, he's going to have to decide if he wants to spend the rest of his career, Davis, you just mentioned, in the United States playing in Major League Baseball. That's the only thing that I think could be the separator here. I am going to say fantasy. He gets that contract from someone else. Maybe it's the Dodgers. And then once it becomes a eight or nine year deal, then the majority of his career will be played with the team that he signs with, unless he retires, which I don't see happening. So I will say fantasy as well. All right. Good matchup tonight in the Eastern Conference, Davis. Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, not a, a huge spread in this game. Fantasy reality, the Miami Heat will win the game against the Boston Celtics tonight. I mean, this is this is not uh, this is not one where I, I am going to feel that confident about uh, about the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are not having their best possible season now. The the um, the Celtics are a little bit banged up right now. So Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon did not play last night. Jason Tatum also got 
banged up last night. He fell, landed awkwardly on his hip, missed a quarter, and came back. The Celtics are traveling on the road. So you're, you're kind of thinking maybe Tatum won't play tonight. Maybe Smart and Brogdon are going to take another night off, you know, kind of depending back-to-back. They had to travel, yada, yada. And I think the line is kind of telling us that. This 218 is the lowest, so lowest game total on the slate, which I think is telling us they don't expect the Celtics, at least one of the Celtics stars to play. And the Heat are also favored by three, despite the fact that uh, they are not better. (laughs) I mean, the Miami Heat, God bless them. They're just not better than the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are way better, probably the best offense in basketball right now. So I'm actually going to say reality, because I think Tatum is going to get the night off. I'm just reading the tea leaves here, and I think Tatum probably is just going to get to stay home and uh, you know, drink some cozy tea and watch Netflix tonight instead of having to play against uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if this is true because I could be jaded with with the way that my timeline works, Davis, so you'll have to weigh in. But a lot of people, at least on my timeline, are saying the Heat is the most inconsistent team in the NBA, hardest to, to, gain, to figure out if they're good, if they're bad, if they're ugly, like the whole thing. Like they play up to their, you know, to the good teams, but down to the bad teams. They win every game in the last second. So I'm I'm going to say I, – I can't go against the Heat. Am I crazy? I'm going to say reality tonight. I'm going to say they win uh, last second one point, but they don't cover the spread, the two and a half, because I do have confidence in Boston. And by the way, any team at home that is good in the NBA should be more than a two and a half point favorite over virtually anyone, and that kind of tells you the story here. Uh, I'll say reality, so we agree, two for two here. Uh, okay, Blake Shelton is leaving America's Got Ta- – or oh, The Voice, excuse me. Blake Shelton is the host of The Voice. He's one of them, and he's obviously married to another one of the hosts of The Voice, which is Gwen Stefani. She's been on that show for a long period of time, too. Uh, You know, these shows, they change hosts all the time. Davis, you've seen this before with American Idol, America's Got Talent, and some of the others. Fantasy or reality, Blake Shelton will get a chair from the set of The Voice. Let me give you the background. When he said he's leaving Davis, he says he wants to take that big, bad chair that's behind him out and take it home. He'll get one. Fantasy or reality. I mean, yeah, like this is a small marketing cost. Uh, I mean, I, I these these shows to me, Craig, are the most mystifying thing. You know, The Voice, um, America's Got Talent. Uh, there's a, there was a dancing one. I don't even yes, remember what it's one. called. Um, yes. What's that? The Mass Singer. All these shows. Uh, Steph Curry had one that was like uh, putt putt related. All these these competition audition American Idol. Yep. I, Craig, I've never watched one episode of these. I, I know they exist. I know they're on. I know they do, like, just from sort of reading and stuff. I know they get tremendous ratings. But I never in my life have met one person who watches this programming. I, I just I, – I do not get it. I don't know how it's constantly in the headlines. But, I mean, look, Blake Sheldon, good, good marketing bit here. The Voice, they can't complain about it. I'm sure they're happy to be tuning in. To fantasy sports today on sports grid tv and hearing us talk about blake shelton taking his big chair away from the voice good marketing uh so yeah i mean i'll say i'll say reality yeah give him the chair what what, what are you gonna do with it though i mean look i i'm i'm a homeowner i get something like this my my first thought is like what am i gonna do with this where am i gonna put it because i i love stuff like this like i have um i have a, a chair that at, at a chief's game the crowd got so big and riled up that we broke a chair and I carried mm-hmm. it out with me. So I have like one of these seats from wow. Arrowhead. Where That's am I going to cool. put it? Craig, where, where am I going to put it? It's in, it's actually, it's next to my desk. It's right over there, but it's, it's, I've never done anything with it. So I just have it. 
same thing here. Like, what are you going to do with this, Blake Shelton? You putting this in your basement? Like, are your kids going to play with this? There's, there's no reason to have it. But, yeah, they're going to give him his chair just because it's good marketing. I say fantasy. I think that this is not happening. I think that he said it in jest is my guess. The, the other part of this, too, is that it could happen, Davis, and we would never know. You know, I, I think that they could make a chair look exactly like the one that's there and just give him one of those. And it would require him to take another step out there to say, hey, look what's in my house. Now, that could happen. I, I could definitely see that happening on social media. But generally speaking, I think he's probably kidding. Now, I, like you, don't watch this show. And, and unfortunately, this is one of those that my wife does not really watch either. I think she watches America's Got Talent. I don't think she watches The Voice. I have seen her watch The Masked Singer before. Because I remember Gronk was on there once. And she's like, look, Gronk is on there. Like, there, there's been like a couple of people who I've recognized. So she'll be like, look what I recorded for you. But but in general, no, Davis. I really, I, you know, I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. He will not get a chair. Blake Shelton, you got to leave. You don't take your chair with you. But Gwen Stefani, you, you know, you're married to her. So you got that. But no, no chair. No chair for me. So um gonna say fantasy there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not into into these shows either, Davis. And you know, they're bringing back a lot of these retro shows on TV too. I don't know if you've noticed that as well, but it seems like that's the new thing as well. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like you're you're developing a new show. It's either bring back something that was popular in the eighties or or nineties. I mean, Craig, we are we're about getting to the point where they're about to start rebooting nineties stuff, early, early two thousands stuff. I mean, honestly, which is terrifying to me like the idea that i mean just in general the idea that nostalgia stuff is now being marketed to me is I mean, that, that's hard to that's hard to take man when you when you realize that you've gone from being in popular culture to them trying to create popular culture to you because you have money to spend it's not it does it's honestly it's not a good feeling man it really isn't yeah i mean they brought night court back to nbc yep. I, mean, I I grew up watching that show davis on i think it was th tuesday nights or wednesday night. i mean i vividly remember watching that show on nbc it actually got good reviews shockingly enough like usually like i see a reboot i i type in review and look and usually it's like oh the show's the worst it's a terrible idea some a lot of people said the show's pretty good so i may have to check it out all right we got to take a break here on the show sports grid 60 coming up next early line at the top of the hour newswire newswire make sure you catch newswire today two o'clock eastern we'll be right back to wrap it up on this tuesday don't go away sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock, as we get ready to wrap up the show. Before we do, 60 seconds of commentary from Davis. And for me, we start off with Davis, as always, on today's Sports Grid 60. You know, I, uh, I think that uh, this Kansas City line movement stuff, you know what it kind of reminds me of, Craig? It reminds me of the Cowboys-Eagles game that Hurts ended up missing where the line way overreacted at first. I think the Cowboys got all the way up to like minus six when it was Minshew and then went back down. Obviously, with the, the impossible to figure out thing, that is Mahomes is not going to miss this game like Jalen Hurts missed that Cowboys-Eagles game. But every, everyone in the world, I think including the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, has to ask themselves, how effective is this dude going to be? Like, I, I think you should be very wary of being like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to tail the line movement on the Bengals this week because everyone betting on the Bengals is making the same guess as you, which is Mahomes is playing on one leg. But what does that really mean? I mean, we don't, we don't really know. This is an unknowable sort of thing. So I, I just find this type of stuff in sports betting in these really liquid markets really interesting. There is an event that we're not talking about a lot that is coming up in March that I know it's going to be hard to sell Davis on, just like when Davis tries to sell me on, like, soccer, and I'm like, ugh, I'm not watching that, I'm not doing that. It is the World Baseball Classic. I'm telling you now, you're going to like it. I have a very strong feeling that this is going to be a very highly rated event this year in March. You literally have 95% of the best players in Major League Baseball all playing for their respective countries. This has not happened the last few times that this was around. Look out, because I am telling you in late March, when they start playing in the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals, I think everyone is going to be watching this thing this year. I think it's going to be a big hit. That'll do it for our show. Thanks to Dubs for coming on the program, talking some golf. Of course, for our wonderful producers, my co-host, Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. We'll see you back here at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire. Until then, enjoy your lunch. Have a great day. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.